Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. A federal district judge hears oral arguments from the legal teams representing the Trump administration and a coalition of federal employee unions on the group's challenge of the president's recent executive orders. Attorneys for the Trump administration argue the union's challenges fall outside of the U.S. District Court's jurisdiction. They say the legal challenges are better suited on a case-by-case basis with the Federal Labor Relations Authority as agencies run into problems implementing them. Hours before that, several hundred federal employees, retirees, and supporters gathered in Washington to protest the president's recent executive orders on official time, collective bargaining, and employee accountability. Members of Congress joined the American Federation of Government Employees, National Treasury Employees Union, and National Federation of Federal Employees in support. A newly passed House bill would reform the way the Veterans Affairs Department hires human resources people. The HELP Act, which stands for Hospitals Establishing Leadership Performance, passed unanimously in the lower chamber. It essentially forces VA management to establish written qualifications for each HR position in the Veterans Health Administration, as well as performance metrics that correlate to those of healthcare human resources in the private sector. It was sponsored by Illinois Republican Mike Bost. The Government Accountability Office plans to examine whether the White House made a mistake in axing a top cybersecurity position this spring. The Trump administration eliminated the role of the White House cybersecurity coordinator back in April. Comptroller General Gene Dodaro tells members of the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee his office will look at the impact of the job being cut. Rob Joyce held the position until stepping down in April. And the Postal Service's Office of Inspector General will look at how the agency can put its excess real estate to good use. It'll examine how much revenue the Postal Service could generate from selling or leasing its extra space. The 2016 Federal Property Management Reform Act requires agencies to look at ways to trim their unused space. The agency watchdog says it'll have a full report on the matter by November. Auditors find major holes in a key GSA acquisition initiative. Long-held industry concerns about the General Services Administration's Transactional Data Reporting, or TDR, initiative seem to be vindicated. GSA's Inspector General finds the TDR pilot objectives were not well-defined, some metrics lack performance targets, and the majority of the metrics rely on data that is not available for use in or evaluation of the pilot. GSA launched TDR in 2016 to bring more transparency to the schedule's program. The agency partially agreed with the three recommendations from the IG. I'm Jason Miller. The Defense Department calls a mulligan with its cloud contract known as JEDI. Multiple sources tell Federal News Radio that DOD CIO Dana Deasy informs the House and Senate Armed Services Committee he expects to release a new draft request for proposals this week. This would be the third draft solicitation for the multi-billion dollar joint enterprise defense infrastructure contract since March. The Air Force moves its portal to a new cloud provider and it's saving money and getting better services. The portal holds information about promotion lists and other personnel issues and is used by 750,000 users a month. It has the potential to hold thousands of applications. And a new Air Force office looks to cut the long-term sustainment costs of its weapon systems. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The Air Force Rapid Sustainment Office will operate on a trial basis over the next two years. Air Force Secretary Heather Wilson says the service wants to know how much the government can do on its own to drive down the costs of maintaining its aging weapon systems. Sustainment costs tend to make up more than two-thirds of a system's total price tag over their entire life cycle, and Wilson says the Air Force does not want to pay vendors premiums for things it can do on its own. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.